Welcome to Fantasy Facials by Lily. Lily is a New York State licensed esthetician with over 30 years of experience in the beauty industry, specializing in organic facials, body treatments, and back facials using real products straight from nature. This podcast is here to educate you about your skin issues. Your skin is her passion. Listen for tips about skincare and your overall health and well-being. And now, here's Lily. Ah, yes, yes, yes. What a lovely day today it is, boy. I'll tell you. That sun is blaring. You know what I'm going to say. I don't even have to say it. Get it on. Get that sunblock on today. Every day. Okay? Every day. Alright, moving on. So today I want to talk about, uh, well, I want to preface what I'm about to talk about first, and then I'm going to talk about what I'm going to talk about. So, first, I'm going to say to you that uh, I want you to get real with yourself because stress kills, okay? Stress kills. So, uh, if you're a stressful type of human being, if you let everything get to you, if you allow others to agitate you, if you, um, and notice how I say allow, allow, because no one does to you what you do not allow, and people don't do to you what you don't teach them is okay to do to you. So... When you allow situations, people to aggravate you, that is just another word for stress. Uh, When you worry about things, you over-worry about things, things that you can't do anything about. If you truly cannot do something about a problem that you have, if you really, you know, you're not just being lazy about it or whatever, you just really have no control over it, then can you tell me what good it would do to worry about it? Um, Can you tell me what benefit you're getting out of that, if any? Because honestly, there's a lot better things you could be doing with your time, trying to um, maybe fix other problems in your life that can be fixed. So, you know, or maybe just you know, giving it to the universe or your God or whatever it is that you believe in, you know. So, I do talk about these things because being an esthetician, okay, I don't look at it like I'm just mechanically going in there, doing massage, you know, cleaning out your skin. I don't look at it that way at all. When you come to me, you're a human being, you're a person. You have problems, you have issues, you have things that bother you, you have stresses in your life. We all do. Okay? So, when I do a facial, it's a whole uh, mind-body experience. At least for me it is. I'm trying to give that to the client. So, like, if I go to get a facial and the place looks very clinical, I don't like that. You know, I want something clinical, I'll go to the doctor's office. That's what I equate 
with that kind of clinicalness. Now, I'm not talking about cleanliness, of course. That's that's very important. I'm talking about the look of the room. Very clinical. I don't like it. I want the room to be really uh, inviting and warm and pretty and attractive and um, to invite you to it. To, to make you realize that you're about to have an experience here, not just a facial, okay? And one of my favorite facials to give is the aromatherapy facial. And uh, in that facial, you're using at least three of your senses because, like I said, sight, you know, you want the room to be aesthetically pleasing. Uh, and then, of course, you have touch, which would be um, the massage movements. In the facial uh, everything from the decollete up gets massage as well as the arms this gets the lymphatic movement uh, system moving um, right there in that decollete area is where a lot of your lymph nodes lie so by massaging that area it's cleansing the body from the toxins it's cleansing the lymphs okay so, um, and then when you add in essential oils, and those are penetrating through the skin into the circulatory system, they themselves are picking up toxin, you know, adding oxygen to your body. Because um, uh, essential oils have a very, very, in fact, they have the most, the highest level of oxygen molecules than any, any other, any other thing that's known to man, okay? So when you apply them to your skin, obviously they're getting absorbed into the skin, right? And then they're going through the lymph system and, uh, and through the circulatory system and detoxifying the body. It actually, okay, so there's a, there's a scientist um, that actually realized uh, his name is Dr. Bruce Tenio, and he did a study um, where he realized that our bodies, just like everything else, everything else that's matter, um, has a frequency level. So uh, disease begins at 50 megahertz. Okay. And then cancers, okay, cancers set in, um, well, they vibrate below 42. And the perfect, or the, or the you know, the one that we strive for, um, the best frequency in human beings, the most healthy, is between 62 and 75. So... What the essential oils do is they themselves have very high, very high frequency. And so they raise our frequency when we use them. Okay? So this is how they work and this is how they make us healthier. Um, they were given to us by whomever, whatever, the universe, whatever you believe in. I'm not talking about any religions. I'm just saying that they, they're on this earth for a reason. Alright? Not just to look pretty and, you know, we've, we've figured out as man, or ancient man I should say, figured out how to use 
these things in medicine and in, in everything that we touch today almost that we apply to our skin or that we put in our mouth or that we that we uh, you know use in our daily lives sprays and things like that. many of them have essential oils in them already so why 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 you why add all these chemicals too because all the chemicals really are doing is keeping things kind of fresh let's say okay or they might be you know things that but basically it's all stemming from this stuff these essential oils all right so um there's also another uh scientist who um discovered that in some essential oils they act actually um would kill bacteria so many of the essential oils are actually antibacterial just by nature and one of the strongest is um uh, tea tree tea tree oil extremely powerful antibacterial extremely powerful um used to acne a couple of drops in a mask helps with the acne okay uh so this you know this guy in 1980 his name was jean lapraz jean and uh that's what he did he discovered that they had a micro microbiological um effect you know that they would they would kill micro microbes right and then you had this french doctor which they all were obviously i mean uh, Jean Lepreze, obviously French, but another French doctor. Okay, ready for this one? <laughs> this should be interesting. Hearing a girl born in Brooklyn, raised in Queens, uh, now saying French stuff. So, Rene Maurice Gatay Fosset. Um, he actually used that theory to treat soldiers okay he realized too that uh these essential oils have medicinal value and at the time they didn't have i guess antibiotics and stuff on hand so they used essential oils and uh you know who knows how well they worked but hey listen they didn't have anything else so they had to work because like i said all of these things are derived from essential oils of some kind all right because in the ancient times they used them that's where that's where the, this all started it didn't start in the new age it didn't start you know at that time it started thousands and thousands of years ago 3500 BC when you're talking about Egypt you know Egypt used essential oils they would use it to protect their skin they would use it for body odors like a deodorant we use deodorants today that's all that's all derived from them it was used in burial rituals for the pharaohs. Um, they were very revered. The essential oils. They were, you know, they were they were very rare and they were very revered. Um, grave robbers would actually steal them because um, they were worth so much to them. You know, they actually use have used them in plagues. They aspirated the air with them, and they helped. They actually helped to heal people uh, the Greeks 800 BC okay they realized that like some different kinds of flowers would um, 
would have healing effects on different kinds of leaves. Um, they they liked pale skin, so they would they would actually um, use honey and olive oil because uh, they realized that the honey had an antibacterial effect and um, also a bleaching effect. And then the olive oil, of course, also would brighten the skin and you know have natural antioxidants in it. They didn't know what those were, but that's what they were doing to their skin. They would um, they would use lemons, they would rub lemons on their face, they would take baths with um, leaves and, and dried up flowers in them. They um, they love rose oil, they love to use seaweed, and the ladies would use crushed berries and um, create like, you know, uh, I guess the first lip stains, lip glosses. Okay, it worked for them. They they used it and it worked. The Egyptians, very big into the aloe vera, and uh, Cleopatra used to float. Well, she didn't float, but yeah, she did float. Actually, float there. Um, she floated in the Dead Sea. Okay, which you know, how did she know? But all those minerals in that water, the high mineral content in that water, was keeping her skin beautiful. So, you know, it's just almost by, um, by nature that these people knew this. She would take baths with milk and honey. You know, we, we have that now. We have these milk and honey uh, baths that you can, bath bombs and things like that you can add to the water. Um, you know, these women in ancient times used these things. So... In uh, in the Indian, the Indians would um, have a, they have a ritual. I don't know if they still do it today, but I would assume they do. Some of them, but um, they had an ancient ritual uh, where someone someone was getting married. All the women, the closest to the bride, would create a turmeric mask for her, which turmeric is very very big in the Asian cultures, huge for skincare. Um, it brightens the skin, it softens the skin, it's good for acne. You can make a little paste of honey and turmeric and put it on your skin for acne, maybe twice a week. Uh, don't leave it on too long. You know, you might get a little tingling effect. Of course, again, I'll say it every time with anything that you put on your skin. If you get any really uncomfortable feeling, get it off your skin. All right? But other than that, you know, very good for all that. So what they used to do is all the ladies that were closest to the bride would um, create this mixture of turmeric and uh, other things, and then they would put it all over the bride, all over her body, all over her face, and ha make her skin look beautiful and glowing for uh, her up-and-coming nuptials. Which, by the way, I watch a lot of Bollywood movies, and I really enjoy them. I love the culture of it. It's so much fun to watch and see how different cultures you know, do different things, and, and the costumes, and the makeup, and just everything, very, very interesting to me, so I'm very into that too, um, I do a lot of studying with the Ayurvedic methods, and all that, I believe in all that, I think it helps, if done properly, you know, you gotta watch who you're doing, who you're using, especially if you're ingesting things, you know, if you're putting things, I mean, it's still the same really when you're putting it on your skin almost but if you're really ingesting things into your body don't go on YouTube and believe everything anyone says on there please you know you need to look at you need to look into these things you need to speak to people 
to have an education in these things because they're very potent they're very serious so let's not play games with our health thinking that these things are no big deal because they really are all right so um the chinese the chinese very big into the essential oils of course uh 2700 bc so when they began using all these kind of things they they actually probably still use it today i'm sure a lot of them do um because a lot of the ancient methods are still around today because they're handed on from generation to generation so um they used to actually use pieces of jade and you can actually get like a jade roller today um and they would actually rub the jade on their skin like it's a lot like uh, this new dry brushing that's coming around today, which I actually like, um, as long as you're very gentle with your skin. And I don't know if I agree with it. You know, I don't want it on the face at all. But on the body, yes, um, or the dry brushing. Very good brush, very soft brush, dry brushing your skin gently. Yeah, I believe that that could be a very, very good way to exfoliate your skin, as well as other methods, too. You know, but I do agree with it. So this jade, um, you know, somehow just uh, exfoliates the skin. It's something within the jade. Um, so like I was saying before, the Indians with things like neem, um, neem leaves, they're very big on that. Turmeric, um, they use uh, essential oils for blessings. Um, in the 1950s, they started, you know, the New Age, I guess, was the beginning or whatever that was. And they began to use massage, um, essential oils and massage. And they would massage it uh, along the spine, like, for example, maybe uh, peppermint or spearmint. And actually, again, that was probably, um, what's the word I'm looking for? Stimulating the, um, the immune system. It was probably stimulating the uh, nervous system circulatory system um, oxygenating the blood carrying out waste better it really was probably doing some real good so that was when it all started uh, in the 1970s is when people started getting wise to it and realized that there are different grades that there need to be different grades of essential oils so of course therapeutic is the best kind and you always want your essential oils in glass bottles and you always if it's a good essential oil it's going to be in a dark bottle okay and preferably with a dropper um, you definitely want to keep them in cool places dark places they'll last much longer they'll stay more potent um, and like I said if they come in a plastic bottle or anything like that not good okay and then like you have the shampoos and things that claim to have, you know, tea tree in it and this and that and the other thing. You know what? It's if it's a drop, it's a lot, and if it's even real, okay, it's probably a fragrance of. So why even bother with that? You know, get some real tea tree oil and put a couple of drops of that in, into your shampoo or a drop, really, because tea tree oil. Ugh, I cannot even express to you the, the antibacterial product. Um, ways of this this product it's product it's amazing okay you can you can make a little spray of it if you have uh, like mold around your house or something spray it with that and it's going away and it's safer it's safer than things like bleach and 
stuff like that. Although, like I said, it's potent too, so you got to be careful. You don't want to be breathing that in like for hours and hours. Just take it easy on it. You can make your own air freshener out of it. Any scents that you like. Get yourself some um, some distilled water or some some uh, purified water. Put it in a spray bottle. Put some drops of the all your favorite essential oils. You could spray your sheets with that. You know, some lavender. Once the water from it dries, don't put a lot of the oil because you don't want oil on your sheets. But there's so little oil in it that it doesn't really stain the sheets or anything like that. But just spray it like really far up on top of the, you know, hold it far away and give a nice fan out spray. And it just gives a beautiful scent to your sheets, to your room, to your clothing, to freshen it up. So, so many things to do with the essential oils. Um, some of the essential oils, uh, you have, um, you have Lin Lang, Lang Lang, I never know if I say that properly, but I really, I really enjoy that one. It's a very, it's a very nice scent. It's like a little bit woodsy, kind of florally, but not really. Um, it has a definite sensuality about it. And, uh, and yeah, it's, it's, it's kind of euphoric. It's. It definitely gives you a certain feel. Alright, so that's actually nice for like you lovers out there. Get a little bit of that. It's it's that Lin Lang. Lang Lang. <laughs> you know, add it to your massage oils. Um it's gonna make you feel amorous. Alright, and then you have eucalyptus, um, which uh, is used in salves, salves and stuff like that, like things for uh, muscle tension and muscle aches. It's great for colds. Um, it's great for acne as well. You add like one drop of it, you know, to, to your mask, and it's going to help out. Um, you have geranium, um, which of course is derived from the geranium flower. And that is used in a lot of fragrances, um, as a note in a lot of fragrances and perfumes. It also tones the skin. So you can make yourself a nice little toner, again, with the distilled or, or purified water. You put it in a little spray bottle, a little bit, a few drops of geranium, maybe a few drops of lavender, some chamomile, and beautiful toner for your skin. Nice to take to the beach, okay? You take that water, and you put a little peppermint oil in there. All right, you put a little peppermint oil in that water and then put it in the fridge. And then when you go to the beach, um, spray that on you if you're hot. And that cooling effect of the peppermint is bringing hydration to your skin and also, um, you know, just cooling it, really cooling off your skin. Plus it just smells really great, you know, so why not? You know, like I said, you could even add other things to it. Whatever, whatever scents you enjoy. It, if you enjoy a scent, it makes you feel good. You know that. Like, how many times you walk into somewhere and you're not even hungry at all, and then all of a sudden you walk in somewhere and you go, "Oh, what's that smell?" And then you feel like having it. You know, this is the power of, of aroma and scents and the sense of smell. And that is what empowers you in the aromatherapy facial. 
this is what makes it up an experience instead of just a facial all right then we have uh, bergamot which um, is usually cold pressed I mean that's the best kind that has a fruity and a sweet um, scent to it also very good for your skin good for other things and you have I don't give out too many internally um, you know internal tips because honestly I don't know I, I don't want to be doing that because people don't listen <laughs> so you know like I said these things are potent and you can really get hurt so you, you need to watch what you're doing um, you have lemon now lemon can be a little irritating to the skin in every way so you have to be careful with that you add it to something if you're going to use it in a mask or anything like that you really really have to be careful if you're sensitive at all no I wouldn't use it okay I mean I just wouldn't so if you have acne scarring though and you want to lighten that up or perhaps um, you have darker skin or darker pigmentation and you just want to brighten your skin up a bit lemon is beautiful beautiful for the skin so anything with lemon oils in it is great for brightening and all that and also lemon is also of course by nature antibacterial so if you have it let's say you have a bad sore throat believe it or not I know it sounds horrible but squeeze a little lemon juice down your throat if it's really hurting you and uh, it'll be unpleasant for a second but I'll tell you what your throat will stop hurting because that um, that lemon is going to kill some bacteria in your throat without a doubt this is where that comes from I mean how many times when you have a cold oh I'll have a little tea with honey and lemon in it why do you think I mean a lot of people just think oh well the honey is going to soothe me and honey is back antibacterial to the max you know it's really really very very good in a lot of different ways however it also can be dangerous okay because uh, certain things with honey I believe I'm not sure like I say all the time I'm not a doctor and I'm not saying saying ask your doctor but I'm pretty sure I think it's like the first three months though that when you're pregnant you're not supposed to eat honey in the first couple of months because um, certain honey like I think if you leave it out or something then certain it can cause botulism or it can turn to botulism you know turn so you have to watch with honey a lot of people keep honey for years and years and years and years in the cabinet don't do that throw it out throw it out go buy new honey I know it's a little expensive but it's important you know um, there's things out there you know that are natural like Burt's Bees it's made with um, a lot of honey and stuff like that you know they're wise to that they're already wise to that so like I say all the time why put all these chemicals and stuff on your face when uh, you know you can do this so yeah so the essential oils um, they you know those plants actually have an immune system of their own like plants are a self-contained little you know land like everything that they need has to be right there so they have um, pretty strong immune systems and so when we take that from them um, it helps our bodies to expel waste and creates more oxygen 
uh, levels within our bodies. So it keeps us, it just keeps us much, much healthier. Right? So the essential oils, in my opinion, um, are really essential. You know, th that's not what they mean. But to me, they really, really are essential to my life. I, I use them for uh, peppermint. I use when I have sinus headaches. Um, I'll take one drop of peppermint. Not even a drop, in fact. Like, this is what I'm trying to stress to you. In things like peppermint, not even a drop. You might want to just, like, get a little Q-tip and, like, dab somewhere, you know, like, and just a dot on your tongue. And then take your tongue and put it up on the roof of your mouth and rub it. Rub it on the roof of your mouth. And uh, you will get everything will just open up. And if you have a headache, you take a little bit of that peppermint or some wintergreen. Or if you have muscle aches even, but if you have a headache, um, take some of that, like one drop into, I don't even know, like maybe th two teaspoons of oil, olive oil or coconut oil or some kind of carrier oil. And then apply that like to the back of your neck, maybe to your forehead a little bit. Just watch your eyes. Don't get it too close to your eyes because even the fumes of it can irritate your eyes. So just very, very little on the forehead little bit on the sides of the nose where the sinuses are but not near the eyes like right next to the nostrils there and then go on YouTube or something if you're having sinus issues and you're having a lot of darkness under the eyes which could be caused from sinus issues um, use those essential oils to your benefit you know before you go grabbing Advil's or, or Tylenol's and all this other stuff if the headache's not too, too bad, try an essential oil. And uh, and then go onto YouTube and you can manually drain the sinuses. There are ways to do that. There are ways to actually, with acupressure, which people will actually walk you through, to clear out your sinuses and clean everything out using essential oils as well. You can use them to just, you know, smell them to make you feel better. Uh, pregnant women, however, pregnant women, people on chemo and stuff like that, you must, must, must ask your doctor before you use any essential oil, before you even touch an essential oil, before you go in a room where essential oil is being diffused. There are essential oils that have been shown in some studies in the early stages of pregnancy to cause problems, all right? So you must ask your doctor. And even if you're thinking about getting pregnant, um, you have to be careful with essential oils. That's why a lot of times on the really, really young girls, I don't like to use the essential oils, um, like in the 20 and above group, you know, like 20 to 30, 35. I don't like to really use the essential oils on them so much, on their bodies. I'll diffuse it in the room with my steamer for an aromatherapy, but I don't like to really put it onto their bodies because honestly, they don't know if they're pregnant or not sometimes. So I don't like to do that. I won't do that. But um, you need to be careful about that. And like I said, again, when it comes to matters like that, 
do not argue with the professional about it. Do not say, oh no, it's fine. Oh no, don't worry, I'm not going to do anything. Oh no, don't worry, it'll be... No. No. You have to listen to the professional. Okay? That's it. You just do. So, um... So, yeah. So, anyway, uh, I love my essential oils. Um, I always will. Um, and I think that you need to really take a moment for yourself. Um, realize how lucky that you really are in life. Realize that you cannot allow others to get in the way of your dreams, to get in the way of your path, the path that you were meant to have, and only you. So therefore, no one can tell you what is good for you and what is not. Find the strength within yourself, because I am here to tell you that within yourself, that's the only place that you're ever going to find these things. I hope that you have the best day ever, and I'm going to play you some relaxing sounds so that for the rest of the podcast, if you choose to listen, you can just maybe meditate for 10 or 15 minutes and think about how important that problem really is. Is it important enough to take up the rest of your day? I don't think so. At least it shouldn't be. Go out there and listen to the birds. Have a great day.